At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Welcome back. Mitch out today. Mike Palm sitting in. El Mago, the maestro. Good to have him. Fun show coming up. And uh, we'll get back to the golf updated odds. And the yes-no playoff odds in Major League Baseball as well. Houston Curtis in studio. Sleight of hand tricks. His new book, Million Dollar Mechanic. And uh, we talked to him during the pandemic with uh, Billion Dollar Hollywood Heist. Incredible read. Pick that up. You'll love it. And he'll be coming in studio as well. Now we visit with our good friend Lou Finicaro, uh, contributor with VEASAN and excellent with the UFC, hockey, and little baseball as well. Thanks for the time, sir. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, gentlemen. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Lou. You got it, sir. Let's start with the College Baseball World Series, which starts today. Oral Roberts and TCU, the first game, followed by Virginia and Florida. Do you want to take us through the brackets and what this looks like and how you how you want to handicap this, please? Yes, yeah, so because it's so uh, critical to understand the brackets. The, the four teams and the two games you just outlined for today all sit in one bracket. And really, when you when you look at that bracket, you have two ranked teams. When we go to the other side of the bracket, the lower bracket that has LSU, Tennessee, Stanford, Wake, that's a bracket from the beginning of the 64 tournament that I was, was trying to avoid crazily. You have a very well-rounded, solid team in Wake, followed by two other ranked teams and a Tennessee team that should be ranked that isn't. And you think, uh, be careful here with Wake Forest, even though they're 52-10 and 10 and taking a lot of money for their game Saturday against Stanford. Uh, you have an interesting tidbit on, on Wake. I do. It's, it, Wake is the number one seed, and they enter a legitimate number one seed. From pitching to hitting, coaching, they, they have it all. That said, it's been since 1999 when Miami came to Omaha that a number one seed has won. Number one seeds have a 
they find a way to have pitchers stub their toe, hitters mess up. It just, it's not that easy to do as well. Wake Forest hasn't been to Omaha since 1955. I don't mind telling you that's before I was around, okay? Stanford has been two of the last three, and they're the only team that was there last year. Stanford opens a plus 155 in their game against Wake on Saturday. Now you look, you have to, you're going to get plus 200. I would recommend people wait until right before first pitch. I'm very high on Stanford because they know the restaurants. They know the procedure. They've been here before. Wake Forest has microphones in their face. They're wide-eyed. They're fulfilling dreams, and they're a good team. But I believe they're very ripe, especially in the first game against Stanford. Uh, going, no concerns, though, about the, about the ace, though, the kid they're throwing, 15-0 and with a 1-9-3 ERA, whatever it is, louder? Louder. No, plenty of concern. I'm giving uh, Wake Forest all their due. That wow. said, Omaha is a place where ace pitchers have gone before to underachieve. As well, Wake Forest really relies on the long ball. This is a big cavernous ballpark where the wind blows in. And if you're relying on the long ball, sometimes that can be to your detriment in this tournament. Okay, very good. Lou says, wait, bet it uh, before first pitch. But a big move. Yep, Stanford. Stanford, Yep, Stanford. Yep. Big move on Wake. Take Stanford. And right now, plus 215. Uh, here at Circa. That's the game to start tomorrow. We start today with Oral Roberts and TCU. Great call by you uh, last time out. You had TCU to advance out of the Super Regional. That's obviously a winner. Oral Roberts comes in. They've won 23-24. The loss was the 8 nothing game uh, against Oregon. How about the, the uh, moxie on this club? To lose game one and you're up 8 nothing and blow it, then they come back and win the next two against Oregon. What do you think of TCU in the $1.60 range against Oral Roberts? Yeah, that, this is going to be an awesome game, one that I think will go over. There's no wind in Omaha this morning, and so the ball could fly. These these are the two teams with maybe the they're both very well-rounded, but maybe the pitching staffs are not to the caliber of a Tennessee or a Wake Forest. So I, I think you see some runs. I lean to Oral Roberts, a, a heavily fifth-year senior-laden team uh, that you described very well, Paul. Moxie is the key. Uh, it's really the other side of that bracket in today's games, the Florida-Virginia game. Those two teams are lined pretty close, Florida and SEC team. Florida's coach, O'Sullivan, used to play uh, for O'Connor at Virginia. O'Sullivan is a Virginia alum. So these two teams know each other pretty well. O'Connor is an Omaha and originally played for Creighton. Coaches Virginia will have not only the crowd in his back pocket, but deep pitching and a team that led the national, uh, uh, the NCAA in doubles. Doubles is your factor in the Omaha stadium, not home run. Lou, since you do have three ranked teams in the bottom half, I say bottom half, the, the, the side that plays tomorrow, and the two ranked teams in the top, are you looking to make a winner bet out of the top side since you'll have a lot of value going into a championship series? Is it easier to find a winner out of the four playing today? Uh, that's exactly where I'm going, Mike. Thanks for that question. Uh, and yes, because I believe the winner of the pedigreed Florida-Virginia game may have slight advantage in the depth of pitching by the time they see Oral Roberts or TCU. And that pick for me is Virginia. And oh, by the way, the Circa has a great price. I think 
plus 675 for Virginia right now, best in the marketplace. I think that's a tremendous opportunity on a team that they've by uh, been to Omaha two of the last three years as well. All right, excellent. At Gamlu on Twitter, VEASAN contributor Lou Finnecaro, our guests, follow the money, Paulie and Mike Palm, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, tomorrow UFC fight night in Las Vegas. How about the move on, on the main event here against Cannoneer? What he was, is it a 45-cent move now? Yes, uh, we're seeing Cannoneer open about 145. Now he's plus 105, so we're getting to that half a dollar uh uh, limit. And uh, it doesn't surprise me. Perhaps that opening line, uh, as I handicapped this fight, might should have been a little closer to pick. I handicapped these two guys very close to pick. You never know what's going to happen in a fight. But surely Cannoneer knows uh, that Vittori is stubborn and Vittori is going to try and stand with him early till he feels the power. Then Vittori is going to turn into a wrestler. Vittori has wrestling grappling advantage in this fight, but Cannoneer knows what's go, uh, what Vittori brings, and he's prepared for it. In, in a fight that is going to be very close and is probably going to decision, I like Cannoneer. He's, even though he's 10 years older at 39, he's the faster man. He's got the more deft footwork. He's got well more power. He's the better striker. I believe he keeps it up and wins decision. Okay, let's go down the card. Duncan against Petrosian. Petrosian plus 135. Why do you like the dog? I like the dog uh, because at this point in time, Duncan isn't quite ready. He's 8-0 or 8-1. Big, long, tall, very athletic ex-basketball player. uh, Has a great jab, toughness, can wrestle. uh, But he's still learning. He's still evolving. He's in with a weathered guy in Petrosian that's a deft kickboxer and no Petrosian's going to give away a little height and some reach. He's the guy that's been in with well better and this might be the PhD in MMA for Mr. Duncan who I think has given away too much experience and is taking too big a step up against Petrosian who I think you can get now at plus 120 or 125. Okay and, and anything else you like on the card a prop uh, anything with the round prop anything else Maybe another a large dog you like? Yeah, I there's a there's a dog in a uh, dar, derby, and he's fighting Salikov. And really, I like this fight. I wrote it up for digital because you have a, a really weathered, gristled Russian grappler against a guy that looks like he just jumped off Leif Erikson's boat in 1800, a Viking <laughs> named named Dalby. Dalby's primarily a striker. He uses flamboyant flashing knees and spinning stuff. And Salikov's going to want to get in to engage. It should be a really excellent fight. But I think Dalby has the footwork and the striking ability to perhaps find Salikov and by the end of the fight, perhaps finish him. Lou, I want to ask about slap, this this slap fighting. How into it have you gotten? Are you paying attention to it? And is this the next big thing? Uh, Mike, I have not gotten into it. Uh, I, I can't predict if it's the next best thing. To me, I love mixed martial arts because uh, there is strike evasion and artistry in not only uh hitting your opponent and doing damage to your your opponent, but to uh, avoid damage oneself. And so in a situation where you're just standing there and a guy's going to clobber you in the face one by one, uh, I I think it's a grotesque way to try and 
feed a certain segment of the population that will watch that stuff. Good luck, sir. Thanks for a few minutes. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for having me on, guys. Good luck to everybody. Have a great weekend, Lou. Anytime, sir. There you go. UFC fight night tomorrow, and then uh, College World Series gets underway with an afternoon game. I, I, I'm, I don't get the slap thing. I mean, that is just... I can't watch it. Yeah, barbaric. But right? it's, uh, who knows? I mean, you know, Dana White's been known to market things and uh, uh, sure and have sure. a success here or there. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Great businessman. Uh, <laughs> what say you here? Hard to go against Oral Roberts based on what they've done. This the TCU, you want to say Summit League, whatever, but... And the TCU is interesting because, remember, they should have been playing in Terre Haute, but because of That's the right. Special Olympics, tough break for Indiana State. they got to go to Fort Worth, one of the toughest places in the country to play. I think both these games today are very, very interesting. Um, you could make cases for, for both dogs. I, I have a hard I know the price is so inflated, but this Wake Forest team is really good. I can't even at $2 take Stanford. I'll just pass on that game yeah. there. He's right about, though, Tennessee has has argument to be ranked. Remember Tennessee, a huge upset. Notre Dame went there uh, to Knoxville and knocked them off in the Super Regional last year. There's a kid on LSU who's hitting 440. Yeah. How is that even possible? <laughs> That's incredible. Just how wide open is this baseball season? We'll give you the updated yes-no playoff odds with remaining SOS next on Follow the Money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. It's been a fun baseball season, and this thing is wide open. And the Circa Invitational, the Blackjack Tournament, uh, coming up again. Remember, they did this in December for the NFL playoffs. Uh, great turnout of most, as I said, most uh, fun I've had with pants on. Uh, it was awesome uh, with the f- four rounds that you play. And then based on where you finish, you get to draft. And they're going to do this again with the All-Star break. This, how things have changed just from in the, in, when we first talked about this and we did our draft on air. And then the last time we brought it up, how things have changed with the draft and 
and you mentioned uh, the Phillies when we asked you as well, but how wide open this season is. And now the updated yes-no playoff odds at DraftKings. Braves and Rays, huge prices now just to make the playoffs, and the no is now 25-1 to at DraftKings. Now the Dodgers have come down uh, 1,600, and the no 10-1 to to miss the playoffs. But now you look at these prices, Astros 330, Yankees 260, Rangers 240. And again, you're going to have some good teams in the American League that are going to miss the playoffs, even though they've detinkered with the format and expanded it. What, what say you here on first blush? Well, I think I'm not interested in the top four there. I think the Yankees are too high. I wouldn't lay 265 there. That division's too tough. They, you, even, even, you know, you have your rival, the Red Sox, and then the other teams are the Orioles, the, the Rays, and the Blue Jays. I, I know the schedules are more balanced now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Mitch and I bet, and you bet, we bet the White Sox, that, you know, and we could have done it another way and to fade the Twins, just take the no price on the playoffs because it's a very unlikely that they're going to be any wildcard teams out of the AL Central. So, you, I mean, that price at 280 is a different way. I mean, I've already sort of got the fade ticket with the White Sox, so I, that'd be doubling up on it. You know what's interesting about this blackjack tournament, Paul? There was almost no chance with 12 people drafting that you wouldn't get the winner of the Super Bowl. There's a chance right. here. Absolutely. If you look at the odds, I mean, the Padres are 13th, the Phillies are 14th. Yeah. Right? You know, there's a possibility yeah. in baseball that the winner won't get drafted. Right. Yeah. Not to Andy, mention. Andy Dufresne might get lucky again. <laughs> Yes, he, right. So that was the whole talk of the draft with the NFL. Was only yeah. five or six, five teams could win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So you and had you to get fifth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and how that worked out. But you're right with the baseball. Not to mention you throw in people bet what they want to see, and then you also have a, a maybe a fan who will say, "Yeah, I, I'm from I don't know Cleveland, or I'm from Seattle." Like our friend who well, won they, the car. I mean, yeah. maybe he takes the Mariners. Well, the jeweler well, took the 49ers. He's a 49ers right. fan, right? right. He wanted him in the worst way. Yeah, the bookmaker took the Cowboys. That was his liability. There you yeah, go. There's all there's a, you that's know, right. The Dallas million Cowboys stories in the Naked City. Yeah, well yeah. done, well done. So you, who knows what's going to transpire, and can't wait uh, for for this draft and who gets selected and, and what the picks would be. So the Orioles, and I'm buying them. They're 18 over 500. They're five games up on the loss column on the Yankees, second best record in the American League. They do have the second most difficult remaining schedule. Most difficult schedules left. Baltimore, number two. Arizona, number three. Another reason why I'm drawing a line through the Mets. Mets, number four. Seattle, five. I don't think we're going to see a repeat of last year when they had the long winning streak. Then the Angels. Then the Giants. Miami's nine. Padres are ten. Most difficult schedule. I think the interesting point there is Seattle. Uh, that they have that difficult schedule and thinking about, are they going to make a run? The third for Arizona, who's first? Um, uh, it wasn't It wasn't a team in the mix. Okay. Um, Arizona third is concerning if you're, you know, if you made those yes. bets yep. at three to one, four to one, five to one to win the NL West. But who are the Dodgers though? I mean, with the pitching know, issues the pitch, that they have the and right. Is, the pitching is no Urias. Uh, the kid that goes to Mar- Miller has been great. He has been, yeah. Um, Gonsolin somehow has an ERA under two every year. He's doing it again this year, uh-huh. you know, six innings. But uh, Look, they came they in missed, last night. They're only nine over 500. So the, that's right there for the Diamondbacks. The bullpen is the big fan. There you go. They miss Urias in this rotation. Yeah. Will Kershaw hold up all year? 
Uh, who knows? There's a lot of question marks there. I still think the Diamondbacks are live to win the division, even though they lost. Absolutely. Three, they lost three or four to the Phillies. You go down the list. Marlins plus 110. Likewise with the Giants. What a story here. No one talking about the Giants. They've won eight of 11 and 36 and 32. They would be in the playoffs if they started today. Angels plus 165. They've won eight of 11 and 39 and 32. The Angels would be the first team out. But look at this. Yankees would be uh, uh, behind the Orioles, and then Houston, same record, 39 to 30. Angels a game back, Toronto a game and a half back. Then you have a big drop off, and I think you can dismiss the Red Sox, Seattle, and Cleveland. You're right. It's only it's division or bust for Cleveland and Chicago. So Pirates are leading the Central. They're five to uh-huh. one to make the playoffs. Right. Yeah. How about that? Right. So what do you what do you want to do in that division? I mean, this is awesome. Milwaukee's 500. They've lost seven to ten. Just got swept at home by the A's. The Reds. I misspoke earlier. The Reds are only a game out. And they're seven to one to make the playoffs. Yeah, and they've won eight of ten. And with the De La Cruz story, and you have Abbott going today, a huge series against the Astros. And you're right. Maybe did you bet the wrong Chicago team? Mm. The Cubs are only six games under. They're uh, three and a half back, and they start that big series today against Baltimore. That's very interesting. If the Cubs win two out of three in this series or sweep this series, becomes very interesting. Can they keep this momentum going? I I don't hate the Reds at seven to one. That's interesting there. Seven to one is is uh, I think yeah. an overlay to take them in that division. Okay, yep. I wouldn't want the Brewers or the Pirates. Um, Brewers got swept by Oakland. Played terrible yep. in Minnesota. Yep. Yep. Easiest remaining schedule. This helps your case. White Sox. Yeah. What mm. do you Why do you feel about the ticket now? I bet bet the ticket they've blown three out of five games when they had the lead going into either a four-run lead or a lead going into the ninth or both. Three out of five they've blown in that stretch, right? I mean, they win two out of those three games. They're three and a half back instead of five and a half back. And you knew when you made that bet what what June and July schedule looked like. Yep. But this is, you, you blow the game against the Marlins. Now they go up to Seattle. The, okay. Seattle's struggling. You can't lose two out of three again there. You, I mean, at one point they were 13 and a half back. They got it to three and a half. Now they're five. You've got to stay in this less than seven game range, I think. that You get more yeah. than seven games out, there comes yeah. danger time. But Minnesota's not going anywhere. They're, I think they're going to be around 500 the whole season. And to me, it's just, uh, you, you can't be a game over 500 with that pitching staff. Uh, How about the Tigers? You don't. They sit six games back, and everybody's uh, almost every pitcher's on the DL. You look at that. If they'd have been healthy, they'd have been right in the mix here, too. Minnesota, second easiest schedule. And then Philly, they're 25th. So they have one of the easiest remaining schedules. If you rank it, again, Baltimore number two, toughest schedule. Philly, 25. Houston, 22. Atlanta, 21. So not only are the Phillies hot, and they haven't even started to hit yet, and they're getting people back. They have one of the easiest remaining schedules, too. They are a game and a half behind the Giants, and they're three games behind Miami. They would be the odd team out right now, but the way they're playing and what they just accomplished in Arizona, I, I think you're, you're right, and the, the Phillies have to go in this upcoming draft. And you just look at, look at the price, too. Now, uh, wasn't that long ago, you're looking at plus 160, plus 180 to make the playoffs. Now at DraftKings, $1.15. But still, the Padres have better odds. I looked at the, the Padres last week were 14 to 1 to win the World Series. Not even 500 yet. No. Yeah. And with, with the Mets, I, you're going to have to jump over so many teams. 32 and 36. 
lost eight of ten, and and Scherzer's just been a gas can too. And then the guy you're throwing today has been batting practice uh, with McGill. I would take Phillies or uh, Reds at seven to one, and Phillies minus a dollar fifteen would be my two bets here. Okay. Because I already have the Cubs season win total over seventy seven, right? So I don't need to bet that because okay. I bet the positive, and I bet the Rangers over eighty. Uh, and a half wins. So I have those already locked up. But I would add these two looking at this. Really, the Reds are an interesting one. I just, every time I turn a Reds game on, the manager's getting thrown. He's so indignant about everything. Yeah. Arguing every small little thing. But they, they played well in Kansas City now. See if they keep the momentum going into Houston. Do you think the Blue Jays will be drafted? Uh, yes, definitely. Definitely. I definitely think the Blue Jays will be drafted. So you get 12 draft picks. Yep. Yeah. Is it who in this page does not get drafted? I think the Brewers probably might not get drafted. Um, then the Phillies might. The Padres will. Um, who else if they didn't? Will the D-backs get drafted? That's interesting. As you get down to the I know. 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, and 12th picks, it'll get real interesting. I'm telling you, it's, it's just because you saw what happened. I know we, the Cowboys were going to make the playoffs. We knew <laughs> that. But someone's, someone's going to be a fan, and someone will say, I'm from Chicago or I'm from Seattle. I'm going to take my hometown team. So that I guarantee that happens, and then I mean the guy with the third pick got the Eagles, which that's right, which you I knew, thought was knew. the best draft because you knew they were going to be the, the Super Bowl, right. and then you can do what you want with yeah. to, to hedge off or monetize your position. At the very least, you knew they were the one seed, and that thing, yeah, the Super Bowl went through Philly, no doubt about it. A it's I always called this radio and TV gold, a interesting tipping conundrum to go over with the maestro mm. that we'll get to coming up. And also rapid fire with Mike as well before we get to Jeff Davis here at Works here at Circa. Round two of the U.S. Open and Houston Curtis in studio with sleight of hand tricks and talk about his two books. All of that coming up straight ahead on Visa and Follow the Money, the sports betting network. Download the DraftKings app today. New customers can bet $5 to get $150 in bonuses instantly. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings.com slash sportsbook. Full, full, full terms and conditions. Great menu for the second round of the U.S. Open. Uh, they've added, again, all the stuff up there. Bogey-free round for all the big big names out there. And uh, hole-in-one round two, round three, round four. It was a surreal piece of theater yesterday. 127 years. You didn't see a 62 in a major. There were two in 20 minutes. Uh, it's 127 years, a U.S. Open. And then since 1983, 66,000 rounds of golf, 162. There were two in 20 minutes. Multiple aces on the same hole, same round, three times. That's happened now in history. And six rounds of 65 or better. The most rounds of five under or better U.S. Open, Aaron Hills with six in 2017. Rory with a 30 on the front nine. You know it's bad when Clark has seven birdies and an eagle. Again, as Felica tweeted, you can land a, a plane in the fairways. So now we'll see. I mean, I mean, people were acting, but why is it so easy? The fact, I mean, a guy had a great tweet. Well, to start, easy pins on three, six, eight, 10, 15, and 18. Let's start there. So right out of the gate, you get the hole in one. It happens a, uh, a little bit later on 15. And then Rory, or excuse me, Fowler with the 62, and then right behind him is Shoffley. And then you thought DJ and Clark were going to do the I same thing. I thought DJ thing. was going to steal the first round yeah, with I know. that charge. 
Fowler had 10 birdies and two bogeys. Huge fairways and no yep. wind. Yep. Zero wind at all. Yep. And easy pins. Yep. I got to fix it today. We'll see what they do, and hopefully it's uh, going to be tough out there, and we expect what we want to see with the U.S. Open, which is carnage, and these guys having trouble out there and difficulty, which uh, it was a great tweet that in 1980 at the U.S. Open, Jack was 7-under in the first round with a 63. He won the tournament 8-under, and only five players shot under par. <laughs> so now we'll see what they're able to do. But, you know, that wasn't easy for everybody. Rose was awful. Hatton struggled. Day struggled. So did Scott, Fleetwood, Cantley, Cam Young, and also Fitzpatrick. So, you know, Kepka's won over. Uh, people maybe to take a long shot uh, on Hovland or Homa with where they're at. Well, now we'll see if these guys back up and then what happens. It's certainly Rory's got a shot. DJ's right there. Uh, you said it earlier, though. I mean, even though I hated what we watched, I can't believe what we watched yesterday. We do have a good leaderboard. It's a compelling leaderboard. It is. I, it was good TV yesterday. I was yeah. tuned into it there, especially in the afternoon hours. It's very sparse early baseball. I only had two four o'clock games and yeah. that. So I was sort of focused on the golf right through the right through the switch to Peacock and all that that we went through at five o'clock and uh, NBC and all that. Um, they did a pretty good job with the coverage. I thought the coverage was yeah, good. A lot of it. Sure. You had to be careful because coverages were, you know, five six seconds off. So if you, you know you got to get those off. I mean, you're showing one putt, you see it again. You get that's active content's a big part of that. Sure, sure. You know, when one feeds and, eight seconds ahead of the other. Yeah, and I know there was. Uh, when you start the coverage on USA, mm-hmm. usually leading into it is like a law and order episode or okay. something. Yeah. So if you're coming off like an assault, the people you're like, wait a second, they're, they're putting yeah. this on in the media room. We're covering a golf tournament, and there's a uh, sex yeah. scene that they're showing in the well, media it's, room. It's, when you get the TBS too, when you get the basketball tournament, yeah. you Tyler Perry. If you're going to be Tyler Perry all night, if you don't get that, yeah, flip it when the game's over. Sure. So the other <laughs> thing is what what goes on with this with this course and what's around it. Golf Digest did a great job with this video uh, that they put together. You know, it's a it's a conundrum for me, Mike. I've been asked many times. You know, one point one million in Little Rock, Arkansas, or twenty million in Los Angeles for the house. I mean, it's a tough way to go. But look at this yeah. with how they did this with the Google Maps Golf Digest. Where you zoom in, these all the the most expensive homes, Los Angeles Country Club. Boy, is this well done. Okay, thirty four million, twenty five million. 56 million, 23 million right next to it, right there on the course. So you got right side by side, bing, bang, boom. 21, 25, 56, 21, 25 million. Everyone's got a tennis court. Forget about the pool. Everyone's got their own tennis court. How's your game? Got an update on your tennis? 24 million, 15 million. Boy, is this well done. 26 million. That's a big pool. And then you go at the end. You save the best for last. There, 17 million, right? No, no big deal. <laughs> there the, it is. It's... There it is. The manor, the spelling estate, $155 million. It's available on the market. And then, as you said, maybe a rent to own, uh, okay. 936000 a, a month. month. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Big as a football field. <laughs> if we like it, we'll, we'll look to buy it. Yes. Two driveways took five years to build. And the run was spelling. Uh, I'm, I'm proud of you. You didn't get. You didn't buy into the 90210 when that was popular back in the day. I'd like Jenny Garth. 
I mean, Jenny Gouch sure. was, was getting the end of Tiffany Amber after the Saved by the Bell fizzled out. But uh, right. She's it's a bit, bit unbelievable. I mean, the age of the characters. Like yep. I said, Ian Ziering had kids in high school when he was playing that. Did, I, did you ever grow out the sideburns? Brian Austin Green. I, just, uh, I, I was never really compelled to the male characters at all <laughs> yeah. on the show. Priestley, Luke Barry? Yeah. Brian Luke Austin Green? Okay. Luke Barry appeared in some Law and Orders later yeah. in his career. Uh, always good discussion, uh, a tipping conundrum here. Mm. And this, uh, BR Betty tweeted this out. And this is good because you're a VP of a casino and, and the stuff that you see. Every single day. Your friend gives you $10 for a slot machine and you win 50000 How much do you give them? Now, the options are zero, 1000 10000 Well, where's the $10 option? The zero shouldn't be, and $10 has to be an option. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. But you do this all the time where you go in partners or, hey, you would go to the high limit, let's go partners, whatever it may be. But Or, you know, I'm, I'm stuck, I'm out, can you, can you help me out? What do you have? But your friend gives you ten dollars. You win fifty. What would you give the friend? You could just assume this is a parlay ticket or something or a future as well. How do you how do you see that? How would you? Well, that? there's four choices here, of which uh, one of them is is not a choice. Zero. But uh, I think if you don't explicitly say your partners, then you're not committed to the twenty five k. I would say the most yeah. correct answer here is ten thousand. Most correct answer. Your thoughts. If you want to be partners, you should say that up front. Here's 10 good. bucks and we're partners. You know what I mean? It's like when I tell you, say, um, I want to go play dice. I said, you put up a thousand, I'll put up a thousand. We'll play your thousand first. I mean, it's, it's a good deal. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we've done this before, right? Well, yeah. you, you, we did when we had dinner. Yeah. And you shake, and bam, we had a jackpot. Mitch is still looking for the right, 200. Right after right. I've never seen a guy with so many pockets. Yeah. But we, we had the agreement <laughs> before. Yeah. Um, what if you, what if you, would you give half? No way. No. No way. Would you give somewhere between a thousand and 10,000? I do. I do five. Yeah. Would you do five? No one's going to complain about 5,000. No. Your friend, you hand a guy 5,000. Yeah, but you, yeah, yeah. Totally found. But you could, you, the comeback is I don't play the game unless the friend helps me out and gives me the 10 mm. or whatever. And listen, you can't laugh at this. This happened to me in real life. Where the, you know, the, the, the ex went to get, I wanted chicken fingers, but she went to go play her favorite machine and play at the M, which is past the South Point, uh, uh, way past the tip of the strip here. And she won $17 million. On the free play. Yeah. Right. She went for free play, but put a 20 in the machine and a lady was ahead of her. She goes to the left. She takes the machine on the right, three hands in, bam, $17 million. How'd that lady feel? No that kidding. lady had a 50-50 shot of hitting it. She did. She and chose she, the wrong path. If she goes to the <laughs> yeah, right, right. Her, her life changes too. So uh, all that, um, that, that goes back to you know, tipping as well about what do you give your host and all the other business. And, and another great story there was... Uh, my favorite story out of this whole ordeal with you is when you wanted to bet the fight and you had oh, to get yeah. the money from the financial advisor and he didn't want to give you the money. And you kept saying, why? It's our money. And he says, I like the other side. Yes. It was Mayweather Canelo. <laughs> I go, why are I talk? I spent two weeks talking her into that. I go, why are in the hundred thousand? This Canelo wasn't going to make. He's having all kinds of problems yeah. making weight. I had inside information, not to mention Floyd's two dollars. When is Floyd going to be two dollars, no. right? And and the guy goes, he he didn't did say no. I'm not going to wire the money. He goes, I like the other side. What he said, Dan Raphael, ESPN, every round to Mayweather, ever gave it every round to Mayweather. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. 
And he also gave me the Broncos in the Super Bowl against Seattle oh. as well uh, with that one. The so best that, part of that was everybody rebet the Broncos at halftime. That was a complete slaughter, oh, right? Sure, they came right sure. back with Peyton. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. You, uh, uh, at VEASAN Live, FTM at VEASAN.com. Your friend gives you $10 for a slot machine. You'll win 50000 How much do you give him? I mean, you're, you're right. 10 at least has to be an option on there, uh, not zero. Do you have a go-to karaoke song? Um. If my wife's with me, we sing a duet to Christina Perry's A Thousand Years. Depends on how my voice is that night. You know, the starting pitcher doesn't have his best stuff, maybe one out of five starts. If, 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 if I don't have my best stuff, a zombie. I'm able to scream zombie by the cranberries. If I'm feeling good, maybe I, I can't make you love me by Bonnie Raitt. Those wow. Are, those are three. No TL. You're unbelievable when Waterfalls well, the rap, comes on the rap, the But I, I don't have the range to sing the first two verses. That's the problem. Just let me come in on the rap. More, more on this. Die. Okay, more on this coming up. But we get to Jeff Davis, who works here at Circa. His thoughts on round one and what to expect round two U.S. Open and a little college baseball World Series next. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets of every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VSEN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Check the top VSEN experts leaderboard to view records, profit, ROI, and the hot hand. Pro picks, betting splits, power ratings, dog videos, 24-7 video access. Become a subscriber today. Join the team, 999 VSEN.com slash subscribe. Unbelievable. With the record scores yesterday and the history we saw in the first round of the U.S. Open, and to go over that and look, take a look at the odds, and round two is Jeff Davis, who works here at Circa. Follow him on Twitter as well at underscore underscore junkyard. We'll talk a little college world uh, college baseball World Series as well. Could you believe what transpired and what you were watching early on, Jeff, with two sixty twos 
two hole-in-ones, and my God, like Mike said, we thought DJ was going to pass both of them late. Yeah, it like, didn't really feel like a U.S. Open. It kind of, huh, these are things you don't usually see. These guys are just torching the course, and the fairways are so wide compared to what a U.S. Open usually is. Yeah, if you got the ball in the rough, you were in trouble. The stuff is really thick, but it was seemed like it was kind of hard to get it there. And if you had any control over your ball whatsoever, uh, scoring wasn't all that difficult. It kind of kind of felt more like a PGA championship than a U.S. Open, to be honest. Yep. And I, I would think they'd have to be embarrassed with what happened. What do you think they do from from the standpoint today, maybe change things, pin placement, and, and what do you expect the rest of the tournament if, if like 15, 14 under is going to win this thing? Yeah, I kind of thought 15 last night after the day was over. I looked at uh, I looked at the pin sheet for today, and it seems like they tried harder to tuck some pins into corners of greens that might make it more difficult. But the problem they're going to run into is it's not windy and it's not hot. So the greens aren't going to bake out and get firm like you kind of expect the U.S. Open to be where these guys are 180, 190 into the green where in a normal U.S. Open it's going to be really difficult to get the ball to stop. You almost have to land it in front of the green where now – the greens are really receptive, and if the greens are receptive, these guys are just going to be able to do what they do. I mean, look at DJ. DJ didn't miss a fairway yesterday, which uh-huh. at the U.S. Open is absolutely insane. Yeah. Uh, and that, like, yeah, obviously DJ played well, but I think that's a case of this. The fairways are just too wide, and this course just is gettable. And at a U.S. Open, I'm not sure that's what we're used to seeing or what we want to see. Uh, how about what Clark was able to do? We seven birdies and an eagle, and, and what he did, and there, and he's certainly in the mix as well here at Circa. He's down the board, but fifteen to one to win it. Yeah, he. When we opened him, I want to say as high as one hundred and twenty-five to one, and he got bet down eighty, seventy-five, eighty to one, probably before I left the office on Wednesday night. Uh, he was very popular amongst the sharp community, and he's a guy along the lines of a Siwoo Kim who is kind of sort of under the radar playing really good the last eight to 10 weeks. And his numbers are really worthy of being the short price that they've become. And yeah, I, I definitely put them on the list of people that can win. And if you look at this board and I mean, if Fowler and Shoffley don't win, there are a lot of guys on this list who are still alive to be a, okay. to hold the trophy on Sunday. Do you think Rom is live? He did not play well at all and got out of there alive and I know he's the third choice at your book plus 750, but if Scheffler putts well, I think watch out. He's going to make a run at this. What do you think of Rahm and Scheffler, although Rahm much uh, further down the leaderboard? Yeah, Scheffler, Scheffler, seven and a half to one. We He's been the best ball striker on the planet for the last few months. Uh, the putter has been exactly the opposite. We kind of, Monday I was on and basically said that if Scheffler can break even with the putter, he's going to be really tough to beat. And he gained a stroke and a half with the putter yesterday and uh, played pretty good. Maybe the the score, his score, maybe not indicative of how well he played, but he's still live further down the board. John Rahm, we're dealing 24 to one on him. He lost a shot and a half off the tee yesterday, which is really uncharacteristic of uh, what John Rahm is. He's off the tee. Uh, yeah, he's live if he can fix that, which 
I, I would expect a, a guy like John Rahm would be able to, but if these scores stay low, it's going to be really tough to make up seven shots because somebody above him is going to be able to put together a few rounds. Mm-hmm. Jeff, you're tiptoeing between the raindrops. The Knights were able to close it out in five, so you don't have to book the Stanley Cup, U.S. Open, and College World Series all on the same weekend. <laughs> Let's turn our attention to uh, Omaha and the the, the pre- half of the bracket that plays today. Um, two ranked teams and two unranked teams. The first game, Oral Roberts, uh, who's only lost one game in uh, like six weeks, and uh, and that's a game they led eight nothing. Playing TCU, who benefited from the Special Olympics in Indiana, getting that series switched from Terre Haute against Indiana State uh, to Fort Worth. Interesting matchup here. TCU around a dollar sixty favorite. Yeah, these are two teams that have really hit the ball well over the last three weeks Oral Roberts went into Stillwater and just mashed their way into the super regional uh, TCU did the same thing. They went to Fayetteville and really put one on the Razorbacks a few times. And TCU is an interesting case because they were kind of one of the teams that you could thought could go either way before the season. And maybe about a month before the season ended, they really were going the wrong way. They couldn't get anyone out. Uh, they were kind of 500 in a mediocre big 12 and then I'm not really sure what happened, but the bats caught fire and they seem to score 10, 11 runs almost every night. And they've got a couple of pitchers that who had struggled throughout the year have turned it on. And they're kind of the team that has everything going for them right now. And they're, they're not a team I'd want to play. They're hot. And, uh, you know, there's not too many games left. And you get a team that is hot like TCU is. They're very dangerous. A uh, team like Oral Roberts, mm-hmm. they weren't even on our board for the longest time. They, you know, wow. they ran through a really mediocre summit league, and uh, Jonah Cox, their center fielder, is riding a 47-game hitting streak currently. Uh, they went up to Oregon and, and really just put some runs up. So uh, it's a really big ballpark, but this game, uh, this game could uh, definitely be a high-scoring one. The bottom half of the bracket playing tomorrow is loaded with a well-deserved top-ranked Wake Forest team. Uh, number one seed hasn't won, though, since 99 Miami, as Lou Finicaro pointed out earlier this hour. If Wake Forest doesn't win it, who's going to win the College World Series, Jeff? I'm going to see if Wake Forest doesn't win it, mm-hmm. I think the winner of tonight's Virginia-Florida uh, okay. matchup wins. These teams are the top at least six or seven guys in their order really just rake. Uh, the lineup doesn't stop. Uh, Florida has two really, really good starting pitchers of Brandon Sproat and Hurston Waldrop. And Virginia has three solid, if un- unspectacular, starters, but their bullpen goes four or five deep. Uh, this team is no stranger to the College World Series. These two teams are very, very good. Uh, LSU, obviously dangerous. I do worry about their pitching depth uh, after Paul Skeens. Uh, the bullpen, they lost three guys. Uh, throughout the year to injury and there's kind of a lack of depth there. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know about LSU just given Paul Skeens can't pitch every day. I want you to put your hockey cap back on and maybe we'll post this or maybe we won't, but a lot of people have asked me this question this week. Mm-hmm. What would you make the price Jeff on a Canadian team to win the Stanley cup in 2024? Well, if we talk it out, it uh, Leafs and Oilers, obviously, right up there. I mean, you split the difference there. It's five, and you throw 
uh, a couple more teams on. I don't have any hockey in front of me right now. Probably absolute top of my head, three and a half, four to one, Ooh. probably. I'm, I don't know that's a hundred percent accurate, but uh, I think that's probably a fair price. What do you, I'm going to just ask one more hockey question here. I think the Ottawa Senators are a playoff team. Uh, in the coming year. So I think when you factor in these Canadian teams, it's obviously you said Edmonton and Toronto, but I think the Senators become a factor maybe before Vancouver, Calgary, uh, or Montreal. Thoughts on the, the Ottawa Senators? I really like the Senators. I think the Senators and the Sabres are the next two obvious teams in the Eastern Conference. I think Ottawa's probably one year behind Buffalo in the rebuild march to the playoffs slash Stanley Cup. I think both of those teams can make the playoffs this year. And if that were the case, uh, two teams would have to, you know, two teams would have to miss and who those two teams are. I don't know, but Ottawa has a lot of young, exciting uh, offensive talent. And this Brady Kachuk kid is on the same curve uh, as his brother. And he's coming into the the season age wise, where his brother really exploded. So I, I kind of expect a monster year out of Brady Kachuk. Uh, then you look at Alex DeBrinkett, who is a 40-goal scorer, who had kind of a down year. Uh, they're going to go to salary arbitration, and if he ends up on a one-year deal uh, playing for a big contract, I would expect DeBrinkett to, uh, to have a big year as well. Thanks for the time, Thanks. Jeff. Good luck with all the action in Los Angeles and Omaha today. Sounds good. Thanks, gentlemen. Jeff Davis, up next in studio, Houston Curtis, author of the book Billion Dollar Hollywood Heist, and his sleight of hand tricks, he's coming up next. You don't want to miss it on VSIN Follow the Money. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.